This is Ed McMahon. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Senor, A, dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong Yeti Communications Compound, and A, on a Tuesday. It feels like a Tuesday, doesn't it? Today, on a Tuesday, we're under the uh, tutelage of our general manager, Maxine Waters. Wow, day two of this controversy. Day two. There are there are developments. You know, stories in the modern world, big story lasts a day, giant story lasts two, extraordinary stories last more than two days. But uh, this is two days. I think people are sensing that we've moved into a new zone, and we don't like the zone very much. It's kind of an uncomfortable zone. Where's my comfort zone? This is my uncomfort zone. Did you hear the end of that? The the the, the, the rest of the reporting on how that, that evening went for uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders? Yes. So she and her husband leave that restaurant. They go back to their hotel. The rest of their party goes to another restaurant. People from the Little Red Hen follow them, including the owner of that restaurant. Correct. And scream at him outside of a different restaurant across town. Now, how different is that than what you heard reported originally? Right. They, she respectfully asked, if you wouldn't mind terribly, I, I, I hate, I, I'm so sorry to trouble you, but if you could see fit to perhaps uh, eat in somewhere else, I'd be much gratified. That's the way the owner explained it, and it was reported. No, turns out she's a raving lunatic who chased him across town and kept screaming at him, or the reporting, which is seriously nuts. Or the reporting that she, you know, uh, reluctant, reluctantly did that because her staff was so uncomfortable with serving him, serving uh, the the Huckabee party. No, apparently that's not the case because you don't want her to eat anywhere or anybody who knows her to eat anywhere in the whole town. So you followed her across town. That person is a is a nut job. Yeah, no kidding. Complete nut job. That is scary. You know, I don't ever like call for boycotts or any of that sort of stuff. I just I don't think that's a good direction to go. But I hope they suffer serious business repercussions from this. Yeah, I know. Because that's know. crazy behavior. I'm exactly the same. Just quit with the boycotts. Quit with the screaming at people. All right, a little civility, please. But this chick, man, she has something coming. That's wild. Chased him across town. Uh, anyway, let's introduce everybody on the squad. We'll start there with our board operator, Michelangelo. Pressing buttons, flipping tobble- tobbles, and pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? Uh, pretty good. I don't know if you've ever seen the TV show Pawn Stars. Of on course. the History Channel. The, of course. It's, yeah, it's, it's an American classic. Unfortunately, the old guy, the cranky old guy passed away, Richard Harrison, so I was sad to see that in, in the celebrity news. That was Vince's show, right? Pawn Stars? Yeah, yeah. I'd like to pass well, on my condolences to Vince. Wars, but, yeah. Oh, no, he was a huge Pawn Stars fan, too. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I love Pawn Stars, and it always makes me you know think about picking up stuff and seeing what I could pawn it for, you know? Mm-hmm. I, uh, that would be an effect that show would have, yes. If you pawned it to the old guy, you weren't getting a lot. Yeah. Oh, no. That please. guy was a savage. No. No. <laughs> you might as well argue with a tree. He was he was unbeatable. There's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. Uh, I don't know if they had any of these at the pawn shops, but apparently there's a lot of money in uh, in space rocks. People like the space rocks. Mm. And uh, there, there's a gentleman by the name of Steve Curry, not the uh, all-time great shooter Steph Curry. This is a different guy, Steve Curry. Uh, he's a self-taught meteorite hunter, whatever that is. And he put on a couple moon rocks on the old eBay. Thought, hey, you know what? Maybe some other people want to pay some money for these. Listed a moon rock for uh, six hundred thousand. Listed a, a Mars rock for about one and a half million. 
Well, it turns out they weren't really space rocks. So. No, yeah. no way. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I paid a lot of money for these on the internet. <laughs> and now it turns out that this guy's in jail because he's a schemer. So uh, I don't know what to do. I don't know. I don't know. I suppose technically he should be in jail because it's fraud, but... Uh, Something about fools and money yeah, being soon parted. Yeah. I, I the money's going to go somewhere just because he said you can send it to me. Is that a crime, <laughs> And really? you know what? If you think it's a moon rock, it's every bit of moon rock. Right. right. Sure. If, right. you, if you believe it, show it to your half-wit friends. They'll say, <laughs> ooh and ah over it. There is uh, one of the best space museums in the country is in, 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 in rural Kansas for some reason. Like some astronauts from there or something. Yeah, exactly. I'm not exactly That's, sure why that yeah. happened. But anyway. One of the shuttle astronauts. Um, uh, and uh, they had uh, moon rocks there. And I remember the first time I looked at the moon rocks on like a class field trip or whatever. I looked at those things that just boggled my mind, the idea of these rocks from the moon. I don't know. It just really struck me as the smallness of my life or the giantness of the universe or something. I wow. play it went away. Maybe I, I was high. I was obsessed <laughs> with trying to figure out how much stuff weighed on different planets. When I was, yeah, I was like, so, okay, so it's, it's lighter there. So this rock would be, we could just throw this rock anywhere on the moon. That was a big throw thing this for me. Football clear over that mountain. <laughs> Does that sort of perspective do you any good? Because usually no. it goes away. Absolutely not. It's a waste of time. <laughs> usually Keep your goes- mind on what's the, in front of you. Quit dreaming. You're a dreamer, Jack. Wake up. Quit gazing at the stars. There's, there's hogs to be washed and slop to be strained. Now get to work. Or this stack of papers to be filed. Oh, that's that's right before you run off and join Starfleet or go footloose or something. That combined with this dinosaur book I'm reading about, just the length of time of the Earth of existing and, and man's role, and particularly each individual person's part in it. Um. Does that make it easier to accept life, or does it make it, I got this stack of papers to file? Why am I freaking doing this? It's not going to make no difference to the world. I, I, honestly, I'll 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 give up my role as uh, angry and intransigent townsman. <laughs> if I just put the this previous in, feature, if I just put this entire stack through the paper shredder, how long till anybody notices? <laughs> exactly, and tell you that uh, my son was at a, a, a what do you call it? A planetarium the other not a planetarium, an observatory with yeah. giant telescopes and stuff looking upon Jupiter, and then looking upon Saturn, he could see the moons of Jupiter. This was such a powerful telescope, and he said it was awe-inspiring. It was mind-blowing. It about moved him to tears looking at nebulae in the distant, you know, distant distance. I mean, hundreds of thousands of light years away, whatever it was. And uh, I think the fact that it causes awe, wonder, and excitement is your answer. I think it's worth doing. Does it help you function Yes, yes, it does. does. It? does Absolutely, it? it does. We're the only You'll decide show... whether to shred that stack of paper or actually file it. We're the only show that does mushrooms before the show on uh, Tuesdays. <laughs> Tuesday Mushroom Day, and we have these discussions right. about right. No, you should totally stars. look at the planets, man. There's <laughs> Marshall Phillips who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? I'm feeling great. I actually sprang out of bed this morning, feeling strong like small bird. <laughs> <laughs> Really feeling the effects of my stepped-up push-up training. Right. Back feels sturdier, biceps are flexing, hernias aching, feeling much more dynamic. Wait, what? What was that Your last one? Hernia is aching? Well, yeah. Yeah, but I, I assume that's a side effect from my uh, stepped-up uh, push-up uh, regimen. You know, we're Jeez. running out of time. Ten, yeah. ten push-ups in a row by the end of uh, this month. So if something went wrong with the hernia, what would happen? Would you, uh, would you start bleeding all over the floor, or what would happen? I would probably fall down on the ground screaming, clutching, okay. uh, clutching the area. Oh, boy. Yeah, and a team of lawyers would set upon us. The herniated area. 
and uh, 911 would be called. Gotcha. And that would yeah. be that. Anybody performing any exercise is doing it of their own free will on this show. You do what you want to do. I'm not performing any exercises, you can tell by looking at me. <laughs> um, looking forward to you doing your push-ups, Marshall. Yeah, yes. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Tuesday, June 26th, the year 2018. We are setting you straight in 218. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, let's get it done now, precisely according to rules and FCC rules and regulations. Here we go at Mark. I can't hear you anymore. What's that? I will. You got it. I will. So what was that? <laughs> that was some people yelling at Jim Acosta to tell the truth. Tell the truth! <laughs> All right, I will. I'm sorry, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. So you're yelling too loud. The truth, you say? Oh, okay. What are other headlines, Marshall Phillips? Well, Donald Trump fires up his base with accusations and insinuations. The president and Maxine Waters not letting up. Their trash talking continues. And a big advance for medical marijuana. Stories coming up minutes from now, Armstrong and Getty. What was it that Jim Acosta did last week where I actually uh, thought he was like really over the top, out of bounds? Oh, it, lose was, his jump. it was the uh, it's horrifying that the president would invite a celebrity to the White House. And oh, then there's, right. And with right. John Legend. And, right. Right. Wow. Okay. That's right. He's a complete phony. Oh, yeah. How does mailbag look? That's fine. It's it's good. It's solid. It's uh, about a Tuesday's worth. <laughs> A Tuesday's worth of mailbag. So, yeah, there's more to the hounding people out of restaurants and gas stations story. A call from a Democratic congresswoman. Uh, She's getting pushback from her own party, as she should. And yet, a great deal of support from the left wing of the party. Mm. There is a divide, Jack, a deep divide. Can we get the two extremes together in a a big uh, room and let them argue with each other? Wouldn't that be delightful? Stay here. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Trump does one of his rallies last night, full-on Trump rally, and uh, talks about Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon does uh, talks about him talking about him on the rally on his show last night on The Tonight Show, so you got the back and forth. We'll hit you with that coming up in a little bit. Excellent. That's, that's what happens in America in the modern world. Also, um, there's a Costco. What's, there's what's left of a Costco pizza in the lunchroom. I'm trying to determine the age of it. I'm doing some carbon testing. Try to figure out how old that pizza is and if it's edible. Ugh. Somewhere between three and 17 hours old is our mm, best guess so far. Less than a full day is still definitely edible in the pizza world as far as I'm concerned. Has it been open? Yeah. Like oh, you're just out of your there. mind. Just there yeah, yeah just sit open air. Yeah, it's free range. Yuck. <laughs> Disgusting. You don't eat old pizza? Not that's been left out like that. Oh, Absolutely not. Keeps it room it's temperature. sick enough. Keeps it room temperature. Yeah, you don't have to reheat it then. Yeah. yeah. All right. More delicious. Great. Super. <laughs> super. Enjoy your tomate. <laughs> What's your domain name? Uh, mailbag. Armstrong et Getty, Conscientia Gentis. That is uh, Latin for Armstrong and Getty, Conscience of the Nation. For our Latino listeners, because we know like, you like the Latin. <clears throat> Here's your freedom, love, and quote of the day sent along by Ian Tijuana. Well, he addresses it to me. <laughs> me, Jew Gruley. 
Jill Gruley. If to be free, it were only enough to desire freedom, then all people would be free. But history shows that few receive the benefits of freedom because few have the energy, courage, or virtue that it takes. You know who said that? A dictator, Napoleon. Yeah, so... He was the short one? He was, allegedly, although he wasn't really that short. Reading Jonah Goldberg's (laughs) book about the the magnificent coming together of democracy and capitalism and this little blip of a window that human beings have had of, you know, having a chance to uh, run their own lives and all the good stuff that's come out of it is just that'll combined with the dinosaur book about the space of time. I just I could see this little period going away for human beings. Oh, yeah, quite absolutely. easily. It's far more fragile than people understand. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, there, are, there are a couple of countries on Earth that are backsliding pretty fast right now, as a matter of fact. Um, the yeah. natural state of humans is not this. Oh, no. Oh, no. This is incredibly hard to get going. It's somebody telling you what to do all day long and your neighbor sneaking in at night and hitting you in the head with a rock. That's right. the natural state of humans. Right. It's right. not very neighborly. No. Indeed. Uh, job hunting in Portlandia is Patricia's uh, topic. While applying online for a job, I was asked for my marital status. Here's a snapshot of my options. Shouldn't marital there be, status. Shouldn't there be two? Unspecified, annulled, common law, divorced, domestic partner, interlocutory, Hmm. legally separated, living together, married, registered domestic partner, separated, single, unknown, unmarried, widowed, all other. How many choices is that? Like nine? Uh, For are you married or not? Six, nine, twelve, sixteen. 16 choices for are you married or not. Right. Wow. And then... It's a, it's, a, it's a government work for you. The next question was gender identity. Female was not one of the options, she said. I obviously was not qualified to work there. I couldn't even answer the questions on the application <laughs> without looking up the definitions. Uh, I, I'm going to write back to Patricia, unless you're listening right now, and save me the trouble. Um, oh, you got to send us a, a shot. Oh, it's probably too late, because she did this while she was applying, but... Of the gender identity options, always a joy in your super progressive enclave. Who thinks that's a step forward? People who think that's a step forward. I guess. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'd like to hear their explanation. Of course, a lot of it has to do with taxes and that sort of stuff. The way you're treated. Oh, all the marriage stuff? Yeah, because they have different classes for this and that. Because it seems to me that it ought to be you're either married or you're not married. Whether you're divorced or a widowed. What difference does that make? Or single versus never married? Yeah. Please, Portlandia. You're either currently married or not, period. Google the phrase, the narcissism of small distinctions, and understand that you've fallen from for it. We all have our quirks and our, our times in our lives that we acted a bit the fool. Look that up and internalize that phrase, would you please? As we learned a couple of weeks ago, Jack, if you don't know what introspection is, you need to take a long, hard look at yourself. Uh, Here's a nice note from frequent correspondent Jashan. Why the hell couldn't we bring our troops home from these ridiculous wars no one even talks about anymore and turn over border security to the military? Every other country uh, patrols their borders with their military. That's my platform for my presidential run, along with I will lower your high taxes and raise your low (laughs) T. 
Uh, Jishan, unfortunately, uh, any approval of his email will be uh, negated by the fact that he spelled borders with an A in the middle, which is the number one misspelling in the Armstrong and Getty mailbag, interestingly enough. Maybe he was speaking it. Uh, It's entirely possible. I I speak things. Nobody says border anymore, though. Everybody says renter. Mm. Although, God, sometimes I'll be dictating something to my uh, iPhone and... What it comes up with is inexplicable. I, I I speak for a living. I am I am precise in my speech. This is what I like about it is it 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 comes up with something is like really wor- weird and words right. I don't even know. And then then when mm-hmm. I push it out with my finger, the other option is the very simple choice that I said. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I right. The weird twisted expressions nobody ever uses uh-huh. anymore or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Dear Rocket and Simple Jack, the irony of Maxine Waters, uh, latest incoherent tirade. How can a black woman be calling for the mistreatment and exclusion of a group of people? She's really calling for segregation. She wants us to go down the path of liberals-only restaurants and gas stations and for liberals to attack those who don't conform. I have no words. Well, here's here's the deal, though, you have to remember with politics, and this applies to, you know, Trump and lots of politicians, all politicians, really. Do you think her most of the people who voted for her thought that was a good or bad idea? Guarantee you they thought it was a good idea. Oh yeah. 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 So well, yeah, th- that I mean you have to at some point you should rise above, you know, <laughs> the base needs of your base and and uh use the word base. Well, let me use it three more times and then you get to second base and <laughs> then you establish a moon base. Exactly. Um uh the lowest needs of your base, you should ride above, above that and be a good American at some point. But still, I mean, if you're a politician, you want to get her reelected. Is that going to help her get reelected or hurt her? She's absolutely it's going to help her get reelected. I think in her district it will. Yeah. Uh, and, Nick, the other thing to keep in mind, maybe this makes you feel better, maybe it makes you feel worse, is Maxine Waters is an idiot. She is a halfwit. A boom, boom, boom. I'm playing the bass. <laughs> she I, really, don't, 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 don't get upset over Maxine Waters. She is a moron. Uh, we'll get back into that. Her quote, Chuck Schumer's comeback, chick on CNN saying, asking for civility is white privilege. So we want ugliness and chaos, unless you're a white person, it's white privilege. And coming up, because I ran out of time, we have deep undercover... Someone who lives right next to the Red Hen restaurant with the Sarah Sanders thing. A local report. Oh, really? On the ground. All the inside, you know, knows all the players. Now that I know the owner of the restaurant followed her party across town and yelled at him at a different restaurant. It's stories. You can't even believe it. Yeah, no kidding. You people are unhinged. Yeah, absolutely crazy. Go to the low and get some hinges. Uh, Marshall's news coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Two things. One, the USA Today is written for stupid people. That much is clear. Secondly, um, uh... I don't think the biggest vulnerability that one Donald J. Trump has is this whole border mess. It's it's this tariff mess. Uh-huh. And uh, it's not getting the attention. of. I mean, it's not, it doesn't have people, you know, screaming at patrons in restaurants and that sort of thing, the way Kids in Cages did. Right, it's not sexy like Kids in Cages. But, uh, man, oh, man, 
when he's blasting Harley Davidson and all those people at uh, hmm. Well, okay. and, and American blue collar jobs are actually getting lost, and then he yells at people for being mad. That's the dangerous ground he's on. Yeah, more on that. Uh, well, throughout the morning, let's get the news now. Marshall Phillips. Well, Trump was on the stump campaigning for South Carolina Governor Henry McMaster last night. Please get your asses out tomorrow and vote. <laughs> oh God. Oh, my God. I know. The yin and the yang of Trump. (laughs) Get your asses out tomorrow and vote. Oh, my God. An unthinkable thing for a president to say not very many years ago. I mean, just... Can you imagine the roundtable discussions? Uh, this sort of uh, language is, is, is unprecedented and dignified. It brings discredit to the office. President sticking by his earlier tweet saying he'd rather have people entering the country illegally immediately deported than have them face a judge. Trump was telling uh, the crowd his advisors want him to hire or get 5,000 new judges to process the immigrants crossing the border. I said today, I don't want judges. I want ICE and Border Patrol agents. That's what I want. I want to, that's all. And we want to tell people, I'm sorry. You're coming into the country illegally. We don't want you in the country. That's it. It's now over. Trump pounding the Democrats on immigration. The Democrats don't like ICE. These are great, brave, tough people. These people are much tougher than MS-13. They don't like Border Patrol. They don't like your police. They don't like anybody. Trump going on to add to that. They want to protect illegals coming into the country much more so than they want to protect you. And that's not where we're coming from. Okay, so. So I defined it today. The Democrats want open borders and they don't mind crime. Now, Trump in the middle of all this also highlighted a Guardian interview with filmmaker David Lynch. Lynch telling the paper, well, we'll let Donald pick it up from here. Veteran filmmaker David Lynch believes President Donald Trump could be remembered as one of the greatest presidents in American history because of the way he has shaken up the political establishment and because of what I've done. Trump saying he... So David Lynch, the, the, the director? Yes. Is a Trump guy? Yes. David Lynch of... Did he make Wild at Heart? That's one of my favorite all-time movies. Uh, I love Velvet. that movie. Blue Velvet, yeah. Twin Peaks probably Twin, is most yeah, famous. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Trump adding uh, that he appreciated Lynch's sentiment and joked... Of course, there goes his career, right, in Hollywood. <laughs> there you go. Some snippets from last night's big rally. You ever see Wild at Heart where Nicolas Cage plays an Elvis character through the whole movie? Yes. Oh, that's a great movie. Yes, that is. Willem Dafoe. Oh, so good. President Trump calling out Congresswoman Maxine Waters for comments she made recently. In a tweet yesterday, Trump said the California Democrat has an extraordinarily low IQ. He accused Waters of encouraging harm to his supporters and said, be careful what you wish for, Max. Waters. That's not the response I would have uh, hoped for. but Waters had called on people to publicly harass Trump administration officials in public places. If you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant... In a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd. And you push back on them. And you tell them they're not welcome. I'm sorry, gasoline station? Yes. (laughs) Feel free to pass back the speak and say to whatever two-year-old you stole it from. She's an idiot. Listen, uh, that is a horrible thing to say. Absolutely horrible. The idea that you should hound and harass and frighten. 
you know, people you disagree with, even administration officials. That's for a United States Congresswoman to say that. I mean, she is completely unhinged. Class A moron. I don't care if you're on the right or the left. Stop believing the scariest 20% of what your politicians are telling you about the other side. It's not true. There are no vampires flying around, puncturing the necks and sucking the blood of virgins in the night. All right? <laughs> what am I wearing this garlic necklace well, for, Joe? My point, exactly. Hitler is not reincarnate and walking the halls of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. For God's sake. Meantime, you got House Democratic Leader Nancy Pelosi tweeting that Democrats should rise above the tone that has been set by President Trump's, quote, daily lack of civility. You know, it's it's an interesting strategy, and I don't I don't know what's the way to go about taking on Trump. You can get down in the <clears throat> mud with him, try to out-Trump Trump. Because that, that, his tone is terrible. That's not good for the country, and and I'm not sure it would work because he's really good at it. Right. Um, you can take the high road... Uh, but then you, you might you might end up with the Hillary Clinton sitting on the stool in the debates with the look at this guy. Can you believe him expression on your face? And you lose. <laughs> so, or Marco I, Rubio. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't know. I don't know. The FDA greenlighting the first ever pharmaceutical drug made of marijuana. It's called Epidiolex, and it can be used to treat rare forms of epilepsy when it's paired with other pharmaceuticals. The drug made from cannabinol, which does not produce a high, it's going to be hitting the market in the fall. Again, the first time the FDA's ever signed off on a drug with a marijuana base. And that's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. I think it's funny that everybody from uh, newsmen to pharmaceutical firms to journalists always hasten to point out that these drugs, they, they don't produce a high. It's not that. It's not that part of marijuana. When we have all sorts of pharmaceuticals out there that do make you high and will make you so addicted, you'll die by the tens of thousands. That's a pretty good and point. And we're worried somebody's got a little pot buzz going? That's a pretty uh, good point. Sorry, well, Marshall. It's not just you. It's part of every story. Yep. Well, which it doesn't do anyway. But um, they, they always yeah they always go to great pains to point that out. Right. It is derived from cannabis sativa, yet it does not produce any sort of high. Because if it did, it would be way short of the high you get from Oxycontin or any of the other stuff that people think. That, yeah, this is, huh. That's something. And who cares? you got rare, rare childhood uh, epilepsy, and I'm worried about whether yeah. you got a little buzz on or not. No, I'm not. Anyway. Yeah, a uh, performance artist pushed back against Big Pharma in kind of a funny way. We got that story. And, Plus uh, the whole back and forth on Harley Davidson. Yeah. Because you're not hearing the whole story. And the back and forth with Jimmy Fallon, which also occurred during the rally and on The Tonight Show. Oh, boy. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. In California... She grew up in Burnt Up in Lake County, California. Oh, wow. Wow, yeah, another fire up there. Yarr. Yeah, and not getting as much attention because there's been so many gigantic fires in the last couple of years. You hear 8,000 acres, it doesn't seem like much, even though that's a, tr- you know, and especially if it's your five acres, it's everything you got. Is it that, or is it just Trump didn't set it? So it's not interesting. That's part of it, Or, too. you know, the babies in cages thing. They're hoping to ring a couple more days out of that so there's no time for giant wildfires. 
and climate change, which is hot. Speaking, no of, speaking of stepping on messages, we're going to talk more about the uh, Maxine Waters and incivility and politics and all that sort of stuff coming up. But, man, they had a good story the Democrats going with. Look, the president that puts babies in cages and makes them cry. And she stepped all over that. Right. With something that you can't defend, which was right. not the best move. And, of course, uh, you know, he stepped all over great economic numbers and other things. With the IG reason. report. The IG report, yeah. So, Am I too skeptical to think there's good cop, bad cop intentionally... Hey, Maxine, you go out, say this. It'll play Certainly well on things be. that aren't, well, you know, we'll come out. Well, of course, we'll have to, to condemn you. But say this, because this will rally up and get fundraisers Certainly going. And, you know, that's a, that's a good question, Sean. But you have to know the players. Maxine Waters is a halfwit. Yeah, I don't think she's thinking deep. No. So uh, Donald Trump announces uh, the steel, aluminum tariffs, et cetera, et cetera. Europe responds by hitting our most iconic products, which is kind of a funny thing. It's obviously a political move. Uh, let's see. What do we know? What is the Americans known for? The Harley Davidson, the Jack Daniels Bourbon, and then uh, the foreign products. And so they hit us with tariffs on those. Well, Harley responds and says, uh, we're already hurting for certain, so if we sell bikes in Europe, we're going to build them in Europe, so there's no tariffs. So anyway, uh, we're going to shut down a bunch of American jobs. And they actually are doing that. They're not just threatening. They've, closed, they're, they've announced they're closing a plant or Well, two? yeah, they've announced that that's what they're going to do. The president, who's Donald Trump from the TV, what says, I know, says that, surprised that Harley-Davidson, of all companies, would be the first to wave the white flag. I fought hard for them, and ultimately, they will not pay tariffs selling into the EU, which has hurt us badly on trade, down $151 billion. Taxes, just a Harley excuse. Be patient! Hashtag MAGA. So, he is enunciating what I was guessing yesterday, that all the chaos is the prelude to making the deal that's great for everybody. He's just threatening right now. We'll go to war. We'll go crazy. We will. We we're nuts. We're crazier than you are. It's the strat like the strategy for getting out of the parking lot at a football game. You convince the guy trying to pull out. You're willing to smash into him. Okay, so I he get, backs off. I get his strategy and what what he how he hopes it'll turn out, and maybe it will. But um, why wouldn't you get a hold of Harley Davidson privately as opposed to pants them on the Twitter and, and call them basically cowards? Cowards and and unpatriotic. Right. Yeah. And then he, uh, and he, you know, f- the EU, right? <laughs> and then let's see. There's the David Lynch tweet, the King of Jordan tweet, the angry at Mark Warner of Virginia tweet. Here's a Peter Strzok tweet, uh, touting his rally in South Carolina, touting it again. Ah, now we're back to Harley Davidson. Early this year, Harley-Davidson said they would move much of their plant operations in Kansas City to Thailand. That was long before tariffs were announced. Hence, they were just using tariffs-slash-trade war as an excuse. Mm. Shows how unbalanced and unfair trade is. But we will fix it. Mm. That could be a maneuver, actually, from Harley-Davidson. Mm-hmm. We didn't have any choice when they were planning to do that. Right. And and by the way, just the subtext, and you've probably picked up on this already, unless you're sl- sleepy. Wait a minute, I hadn't heard that tweet read anywhere else. Yeah, that's why I wanted to bring these to you. There's more to you than you heard on the news, as always. So, yeah, okay, that is, it's interesting. It could be a maneuver. On the other hand, Trump is, is well, he's a kind of a nationalist in a goofy way about trade sometimes. We're always going to have a trade deficit with poorer countries because we're the rich guy. We have tons of money, so we buy lots of stuff. Yeah, we have a trade deficit with Thailand. 
How are they possibly going to import as much American stuff as we do Thai stuff? They don't have any money. Anyway, um, we are, he tweets again, we're getting other countries to reduce and eliminate tariffs and trade barriers that have been unfairly used for years against our farmers, workers, and companies. We are opening up closed markets and expanding our footprint. They must play fair or they will pay tariffs. Of course, they don't pay tariffs. Americans pay tariffs. If there's a tariff on a Audi car, for instance, I pay that. Unless it like hurts Audi and they have to go out of business or something like that. But um, it's a tax on consumers. But anyway, moving along. Uh, when I had Harley-Davidson officials over the White House, I chided them about tariffs in other countries like India being too high. Companies are now coming back to America. Harley must know that they won't be able to sell back into U.S. without paying a big tax. Well, they're not going to build bikes for America in Europe. They're building bikes for Europe in Europe. So I don't know if he doesn't understand that or... I don't right, even, and that doesn't all, even make any sense. And it's also complicated. I mean, if you're going to get into the the you know who wins and who loses business part of it over time, and the fact that Harley Davidson is, I think, doomed anyway. <laughs> so I mean, no matter what they do, they've got to just, the product they have has gone out of fashion. They're the housing market in '08. Really, it's an enormous crash. They will survive if they're smart, but as a shell of what they used to be. Right. Because the craze is gone. Yeah, and uh, and that was happening whether there were tariffs or not. I know! I know! Signed, Fidget Spinner Incorporated. You're never going to be as big as you were. Now, back to a tweet from Trump I agree with. We're finishing our study of tariffs on cars from the EU that they have long taken advantage of. Oh, is that the wrong one? No, that is. Uh, in the U.S. in form of trade barriers and tariffs. In the end, it will all even out. It won't take very long. Um, yeah, we do have some uh, unbalanced trade deals with countries that ought to be straightened out. He's right about that. A Harley-Davidson should never be built in another country. Never! Their employees and customers are already very angry at them. If they move, watch. It will be the beginning of the end. They surrendered. They quit. Oh, the aura oh. will be gone, and they will be taxed like never oh, before. Boy. Wow, that's... I don't know how many people Harley Davidson employs across the country, but that sort of stuff is, yeah. You know, as yeah, a, I think this is way more dangerous for for Trump than the the immigration thing. Yeah, as a guy who jabbers for a living and, and says things like Maxine Waters is a halfwit, I'm I'm pretty familiar with libel and slander laws and that sort sort of stuff. Familiar enough. That tweet to me goes a long way of establishing intent to damage. He's he's practically well. I don't know. It's it's kind of a prediction, but it's it's kind of a threat too. Read that again. A Harley how Davidson. Come, how come I haven't heard this one? This is the explosive one to me. Yeah, a Harley Davidson should never be built in another country. Okay, never. Fine. Their employees and customers are already very angry at them. I'm I'm not sure the customers yeah. are angry. It's just. Out of style. If they move, watch. It will be the beginning of the end. They surrendered. They quit. The aura will be gone, and they will be taxed like never before. They will be taxed like, by whom? The president announcing that an American company quit. is uh, That can't be making anybody inside Harley-Davidson happy, certainly. Was his intent to intimidate or damage Harley-Davidson? Well, to intimidate them, there will have to be the threat of damage. I don't know who the CEO is of Harley or whatever, but if that guy, I assume it's a guy, turned on Trump, that'd be a big deal. And he could. Yeah. 
Yeah. Stop saying I quit on America. You made it impossible for us to do business. We're barely getting by. In other countries. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, wow. Well, we'll see where this whole uh, tariffs thing yeah. ends. It I might, mean, tariffs might. are no good for anybody. You don't want them. Trust me. Maybe you don't know a lot about it. Trust me. You don't want tariffs. Maybe it ends up in a good place. Who knows? But yeah, it could. I still think it could end up in a better place than it used to be. But but he's going to have to, some individual companies are going to have to go through a lot of pain. God, I guess, out of patriotism. I mean, the only reason you wouldn't readjust your sales is out of patriotism, isn't it? The smart business move would be to start making them in Europe or wherever. Can Congress pass some sort of trade readjustment period subsidy act to bail out companies? Not sure we want to go there. That gets pretty complicated in a free market. Yeah, we don't really have a free market. Why do you think Google spends billions of dollars a year uh, lobbying? Anyway, he starts to get into tiffs with uh, American icon, iconic companies like Harley-Davidson, and that's just, I don't know. Hmm. I don't think that's going to play well over time. We'll see. I think, I think Trump needs to ride a Harley today. Clearly. Uh, Maxine Waters and all that stuff. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.